Hi, and welcome to She Aloud, the show where stories heard empower. Join me as I have candid conversations with women telling their stories so their voices are heard. I am your host, Nixie Foster. and welcome back to the She Aloud podcast and today I have with me Leah Palmer, one of the authors of Seasoned with Empowerment. So I am going to pass you over to Leah who's going to introduce herself and tell you a little bit about who she is, what she does and then you will hear her story as we have candid conversation. So welcome Leah. Please just introduce yourself and tell us a little about bit about you. Uh, hi Nixie. Um, yeah my name's Leah Palmer. Um, I'm a writer at the beginning um, of my journey. So what made you begin your journey of writing? Um, I think it goes back to um, COVID really um you get you got stuck in that limbo a bit um being stuck in home so I started um journaling and um I just wanted to take it a little bit further I'd always like writing when I was in school so yeah I wanted to take it a little bit further and I got talking to a friend um who had some connections with people that did writing <laughs> that did writing and um yeah, I kind of uh, got in touch with the right people and yeah, took that writing, writing career, did some workshops and stuff and yeah, carried it on. So it's really exciting because you are right at the beginning of that writing journey. So why is telling your story important to you? Um, I think it's because it, it kind of tells it from my perspective um it, it it kind of shows dyslexia from the dyslexic point of view um and not from the academic uh i think that's the right word may not be the right word point of view so not from like um, this is dyslexia this is what you suffer from kind of there you go it shows it from and the person who suffers from its point of view so how they experience it um and how they kind of deal with it on an everyday kind of level and how it makes them feel. And so putting it out there, it kind of um, shows everybody how a dyslexic has to deal with dyslexia, but it also kind of shows dyslexic, like, look, okay, yes, you have dyslexia, but it doesn't stop you from living your dreams. It doesn't stop you from achieving what you want to achieve. You can you can live with this and carry on to where you want to go. It's not unstoppable. And for you, dyslexia put a barrier early on for your writing because you loved writing. So why did you struggle to use your voice and tell your story? Do you think it was because of those stories told to you that you have dyslexia spelling's important or do you think it was something else that kind of meant you were struggling to find 
that use of your voice? I think it was because I didn't find out I was dyslexic till I was much older in life. And so because going through school, um, I was always, you know, told you, you know, you've been told this so many times, you should be able to grasp this by now and everything like this. So because I didn't realise I had dyslexia and I was always told, you know, you you should be able to get this, you should be able to grasp this. And so I kind of convinced myself I was stupid, you know, and that, you know, why can't I grasp this? Why can't I get the things that everybody else is in the class? So I, I think it came to the, my belief that I was stupid and, and, and that's what, what I got and that's how I do it. So it was very much that being told and put other people's beliefs and other people's opinions upon you which I think we as women in all aspects of our lives find really really hard and standing up and using our voice we believe what people tell us because right from when we're very very young we are told all these different stories and we're very very lucky if we find um, empowerment early on and I think it's changing I think it's changing for the better and that's why conversations like this are so important so that we can get women's voices heard the ordinary women because the voices that have heard traditionally through history are women who stood out women who have been done extraordinary things um, or been part of a historical moment um, and do you find that, that it's really important that the ordinary voice so you can inspire others? Do you think that would have helped you if there was somebody else that that you could look to, who you could read about? Because you've always loved reading, haven't you? Yeah. So if you could read their story and have seen that actually, oh, my goodness, this is me. This is who, this is what. I'm struggling, this is why I'm struggling. Do you think that would have helped? Definitely, yes. If there was some, you know, as you said, something I could refer it to and um, definitely connect with, then that would have inspired me a lot more. So, yeah, definitely. So what was the key that unlocked your voice? Gave you that confidence? Um, I think it was... It, it was definitely um, getting back into writing. Writing helped me unlock my voice. It gave me the confidence to, I suppose, um, I suppose it gave you that confidence for what was inside. Yeah, yeah, release. That's the word I was looking for, to release my my true ability, regardless of being dyslexic, um, and struggling like I do with <laughs> spelling and, and, and all that grammar and everything. Um, it gave me my ability to go, yes, you can follow your dream and you can you can write like you want to write. So that, that helped me to unlock my voice so much. And I think it is once you start finding a network of of women who support each other and empower each other, which you found through your writing, didn't you? You found that when you began writing. Yes, definitely. I think that that then begins to spark 
something in you. And that is why you are part of this Seasoned with Empowerment book, because we want to light other women up and inspire and empower and tell our stories so that nobody ever feels that their voice is is silenced because they have that space, that safe space. So, as I've said, you are one of the Seasons with Empowerment authors. So tell us a little bit about the story that you're going to be telling in your, your chapters. Tell us a little bit about it and how that relates to the heart of, of the home. So for you, it was a lot of that was with your grandparents or? Uh, yeah. So my chapter um, is, is about um, dyslexia and my journey and how I struggled. Um, and um, it connects to the harder home because um, I, I spend a lot of time with my grandparents. Um, and um, so my nan would do a lot of cooking and she would make scones. And um, my granddad would sit down with me and read quite a lot. And we would share the scones, basically. <laughs> so we would um, basically be eating some of the scones while we take the bike into during our reading. And, but yeah, he, he um, really helped me to improve my reading and get my reading up and to a good standard, really. And for you, you, you are an absolute book lover, aren't you? You have thousands of books. And, and, and I'm pretty sure that, that there's a lot of people out there who would feel the same, that books are somewhere you can escape to, where you can experience places that are not your place. And when you are a child who's really struggling with with the school system, because the school system isn't perfect, um, and especially if you do have an extra need. And this was, what, in the 80s you were at school as well, 1980s? And there wasn't that help for for dyslexic, and I, a lot of the time it wasn't recognised either. Um, so how do, did that reading begin to empower you? And do you think that's kind of carried on through your adult life, and that's what has led you to begin your writing journey? Um, yeah, the reading empowered me um, a lot because I. I really struggled with the English language I still do um so um especially with my granddad's help um because he was so patient with me so um yeah it empowered me a lot and it definitely got me um to notice authors I would never normally notice um and it still carries on now I, I I'm constantly in bookshops um whether they're second hand brand new a little market store um you have to drag me away from them um, and I'm always always buying books um, and I think um anything I read could probably influence um anything I write um but yes reading I think is, is immensely important and I'm always trying to pass this on to my nieces my niece and nephew um because I think children should read um, and I think it's very important. If you would like to be part of a safe place for women to heal through the power of stories, 
click on the link in the show notes and join me, Nixie Foster, in the holistic storytelling community. So you are part of this book to empower power women, but you are also working on children's books to inspire and empower children as well. And that is the key, isn't it? When we begin to unlock our voice as women is to pass that on, not only to other women, so that our ordinary experiences, our everyday, our voices can begin to be heard and we can start to unlock those cages, but also for children so that they never go into that cage. So those voices can always be supported and empowered. And and how important is that to you with your writing and the reading that you love? To encourage children to continue reading. Yeah, and to encourage and to make sure that their voices are always heard. So that how do you feel that that writing and the reading for children can empower them so that their voices aren't silenced? Do you think that's really important through the... I think it's definitely important that children's voices should be heard um, and especially, as I said um, a bit earlier, that they should be encouraged to read. Um, I think it um, encourages their imagination um, and also improves um, their intelligence a bit, but their voices should definitely be heard and and to encourage them to speak out and never keep quiet is is definitely a, a, a way to go with children. They should never be told to be silent. I think that's very... And I think that's what you're trying to achieve with your writing, isn't it? Yeah. That's the kind of inspiration that you want so that nobody ever feels the way you did with your dyslexic journey. So that's why you're sharing for us as, as women. And that's really important for us as women that we are empowering all the generations so that we can have voices that have never been locked away and unlock those voices that have become silent so you mentioned your scones now you're from Devon Plymouth yeah so which is the right way because there's always isn't there do you put the scones the cream and the jam or do you put scones jam and the cream um to be fair I don't think there is any right way because um people in our family would be scones jam cream that was my granddad but my nan was cream jam so um I don't think there is a right way it's whichever you prefer to be fair so it's a preference okay so I'm sure there are some or in the um listeners that will um say no it is one way or it is the other way it'd be interesting to see who who has the cream first and who has the jam first because I know this is like a it's an ongoing thing isn't it it's and for those of you that are listening outside of the UK it is a um uh it's a, a cream tea is a very British thing and it is from quite south in in the UK and there are two counties the Devon and Cornwall am I right in that yes, it's Devon and Cornwall right, yeah. and they they say there is um so some say that it's the scone then the cream then the jam and some say it is the scone the jam and the cream and it's an ongoing um dispute, dispute. how it's a, a little um 
characteristic that we have here of, of which is the is the right way of of eating the scones. Now, for me, I I cannot eat cream teas, and this is part of my story. So, I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but um, we went on holiday down to Cornwall, and uh, it was a, it was a caravan holiday, which again is um, a campsite, which I just think is very quintessential British holiday, summer holiday. And before we left, we had to check out about half nine, 10 o'clock in the morning. And my mum was like, right, on the last day of the holiday, before we go home, we're going to treat you all to cream teas. So off we went, before we went in a hot car as young children on a four hour journey back home, we went for cream tea I'm not a great great traveler however it was not me and and I have a phobia as well around around vomit um so I apologize now to my sister but she this was she was a child so not as a grown woman um but yeah our cream teas did not stay where they were meant to it was hot, it was smelly, and it was not a pleasant journey home, let's just say. And now, if I go anywhere and someone wants, would you like a cream? No, I would not like a cream tea. I really would not. It is one of those stories, oh, <laughs> stories from the kitchen. Yes. But we all have those memories that make up our fabric of who we are and, yeah, and the antidotes of our life. But, yeah, that's, that's my cream tea story so yours is much more inspirational and mm-hmm. much more where your where your grand 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 used yeah. to make them did she make them from scratch yes yes she made them more fresh herself yeah is it her own recipe secret recipe that she's passed on or are you no it's um it's kind of one she got from a recipe book yeah yeah she so, didn't have her own so she just made it fresh from a recipe book and but were they still born Yes, yeah, well, by the time we eat them, they would have cooled down. But yes, they're, they're absolutely lovely. So it's not just that. So there's the smell and the taste and the, the feeling as well. So it's using all those senses, isn't it, of that, that, that memory of the support that you had, but also the love that you had from the, from the yeah. kitchen as well, which is really, really important. Okay. So... Thank you for joining me today, Leah. Um, As I have said, she's one of the Seasoned with Empowerment authors, and that is the first book collaboration as part of the She Allowed movement, where stories heard empower. And you can read both Leah's and other women's stories this summer when the book is released. Now, before we go, Leah, I've got a couple more questions. So... There are so many women out there who are struggling to be heard. What is the one thing you would say to empower and inspire them? What what one thing was key for you to be inspired and empowered? It could be anything. It doesn't have to be something that is life changing. It can be something really simple like not silencing your voice 
I would say find that one person that you could talk to and release your voice. And I think that's really important. And that is where we have that storytelling from the kitchen, where we are confining in friends and family over a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, glass of wine, when we're coming together and eating. And I think that is where our stories begin. And often the stories that we, our voices that we want to to be heard, the stories behind those are so often kept in those spaces because they are safe spaces. Okay, so what's one question you wish I'd asked you? And how would you have answered if I had? Um, I'd have to say how the question would be how nervous I was to do this. And my answer would be absolutely petrified. And I'm really glad you did do this because I know that the reason you have taken part in this, this season with Empowerment book is because you do want your voice to be heard and you have got such an empowering and inspirational story. And I wanted our listeners, our audience, to be able to hear all the different levels because you are right at that beginning of your writing journey. This is something really out of your comfort zone, isn't it? Extremely, yes. Yeah. And and you already, I know that you already deal with anxiety, but this is how, do you think this helps you? It take, gives you a little bit more power to your voice? Does it help unlock your voice? Um, yeah, it's definitely given a little bit more power to my voice. It has helped me definitely step out of my comfort zone and do something I probably would never, ever do before. I would never even think of doing, to be fair. And you're going to be able to help light up other women who really are and it is really does feel sometimes doesn't it like our voices are still being choked that there are physical hands around our throats stopping our voices being heard yeah and I think when we do begin to hear our voices and when you listen back to this you're gonna go oh I can't believe I've done that and nothing has to be perfect because it's perfection is a myth because it's never going to happen is it because we're hit a level of perfection and then we're going to do better yeah but yet participation helps us in little tiny baby steps reach our goal now I know you're very very new to this journey and you are beginning to make places that you can connect with your audience and your listeners so where can they find you online you're going to be creating Leah Palmer your author's page yeah that's right um I do have an Instagram page yep so you can find Leah on Instagram and I will be putting into the show notes all the places that you can connect with Leah and for those of you who are really at the beginning of your journey of unlocking your voice of telling your story in any way that you are doing that, whether that is through your social media, talking to friends, talking to family, in your workplaces, beginning to follow your dreams. Just remember, it's one word. That's all you need to begin with. 
and one word becomes a whole. And that is where Leah is now, right at the beginning of her journey. So thank you so much, Leah, for joining me today. I know you are really, really nervous. So thank you all for listening in. And please do join me next week where you will be hearing from another one of the Seasoned with Empowerment authors. And you can see different women experiencing their lives in the ordinary and how they can be inspiring and empowering for other women. Please do join us on the next episode. Thank you for listening and please follow She Aloud and join me next time when we'll be having more conversations with women ready to tell their story to inspire you to unlock your voice too.